Praise the name of the Lord. It's yet another great moment that I want us to share a text from the gospel according to Luke chapter 12, verse 54 through 56. Gospel according to Luke chapter 12, verses 54 through 56. These are the words of Jesus. This is what he says. Then he also said to the multitude, Whenever you see a cloud rising out of the west, immediately you say a shower is coming, and so it is. And when you see the south wind blow, you say there will be hot hair, and there is. Hypocrites, how can you, you can discern the face of the sky and of the earth? But how is it that you do not discern this time? My friend, I want us to share this text, the words of Jesus Christ, the congregations of the multitudes who came to him. Now I'm going to entitle today's segment, Discerning the Times. Discerning the Times. It is very easy when you wake up in the morning, you look through the window and you can say, I can see it's raining. And so you reach out for your jacket and your umbrella. Simply because you looked outside and you discern that there is rain or it's going to rain. And it is another thing that you can walk out then in the midst of your journey, rain starts pouring while you didn't carry your jacket, neither did you remember to carry the umbrella. These are two different scenarios that I'm going to talk so that I can remain within the context of what I want to share. So one person woke up so it's raining or it's going to rain and carried the jacket under the umbrella. So this person was able to see and discern. So the person did not want to be caught unaware. So in other words, by taking the jacket under the umbrella, the person prepared himself or herself for what was about to come. There are person who just got caught up in the midst of the journey, got caught up unaware. There's this downpour that came down. He never carried the umbrella, neither did he carry his jacket. So the second person got caught unaware. So the person wasn't prepared. And these two scenarios I've given is exactly what Jesus is talking about. That as human beings, if we are able to see, observe the sky and say it's going to rain or it's not going to rain, how come then we can't discern the time? He's saying about the time that the season that we live in, that's what he's referring to. That these are the seasons that we live in. 
how careful or how alert or aware are we of the times and the seasons we live in? The Bible is full of examples directing and pointing us to know the end time signs. It talks of war, rumors of wars, it talks of wars, it talks of pestilence, talks of very many other things, it talks of anger, it talks of earthquakes. These are all signs of the end times. And even with all these signs happening around us, human beings still fail to prepare themselves. Because there is always this deception that we have another time that we can do that. So we don't act to prepare ourselves for the future. Because we are very busy of the current situation that we find ourselves, the present one. But the word of God reminds us for us to be able to overcome the tomorrow, for us to be able to overcome the challenges, the roadblocks that could be there tomorrow, we've got to overcome now. How do we overcome now? By getting prepared by taking our time to prepare ourselves now so that when tomorrow comes and those challenges come, they will find that we are well prepared. So a wise man and woman prepares themselves now for the tomorrow. A wise student prepares now for the exam that is coming tomorrow because you don't know how it's going to be. So you prepare yourself to avert the danger that may be lacking in tomorrow. So in the same way, in our own lives, we've got to spend time, and especially as believers, to prepare ourselves now for the tomorrow. Because the truth is, when the Lord comes, when the Lord returns, surely each and every one of us is going to stand before the judgment seat and we are going to give an account of what we did while we were here. So if you are going to be asked to give an account, how do you want to appear and how do you want to defend your position at that time? It's by us preparing ourselves now. So, I want to give us a couple of things on how we can prepare ourselves for the tomorrow. As a believer, you've got to prepare yourself now by number one, developing your prayer life. Spending time into prayer. Spending time in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Spending time with God. In the presence of God. So that you get to understand and know the mind of God. So the more time we spend in prayer, in fellowship with God, the more we understand the mind of Christ, the more the Lord reveals to us so that 
we don't get caught unaware. Number two, we can start by spending time, sparing time, and reading and studying and meditating on the word of God day and night. And this reminds me or takes me back to where God is speaking to Joshua. is telling him that this book of the law should not depart from your mouth. Not depart to the left or to the west. But meditate on it day and night so that you can have your way prosperous. And get great success. So there is the importance when we meditate on the word of God, our ways get prosperous and we become successful because the word of God is full of these mysteries, all the things that we desire in life, all the things that are hidden from us. We get to know them when we spend time to read and study and pray on the word of God. God will reveal all these things to us. Thirdly, we can start by fellowshipping and witnessing. we becoming witnesses of the good things that the Lord has done in our lives. So you become a witness to your fellow person, a fellow brother, fellow sister. There are many people who do not even know. But you who has gotten the privilege of knowing, you can take this as a step, as an asset that you have. You can start sharing the good news, the things that have touched your life to them because you want them also to enjoy the blessing that we have enjoyed. Next time I will continue on this segment, but for now, may the Lord bless you. Hello, my friend. I want us today to share a segment from the book of Psalms 121. Psalms 121. We are going to read verses 1 through 8. Psalms 121, verses 1 through 8. And this is what the word of the Lord says. I will lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your light right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. My friend, the segment that I want to share briefly today I've entitled it, God, Our Help. God, Our Help. And I want to start by saying that people get help or people have different sources that they look unto 
when they have problems or when they need help in their lives. There are so many sources. There are those who look unto their friends for help. There are those who look unto their possessions for help. There are those who look unto their jobs for help. There are those who look unto their children and their husbands or wives for help. But I want us to introduce a different one that our help comes from God. Don't get me wrong, it's always good also that God can use all these other sources to bless us or to give us help. But our main source of help has God to be God. And that's what David is saying. That when he looks up in the morning, he asks himself, where does my help come from? And he says, my help comes from the hills. My help comes from the Lord. He acknowledges that the help that he has already had cometh from God and the true only God. I don't know where your help comes from this morning, but I want to pray that may your help come from God and the true God alone. Then he says that this same God that he has trusted in and whom in whom he has looked unto for help is the one who will not allow his foot to be moved. That in respect of the happenings around, in respect of the situations and circumstances that will be happening, this same God will make sure that his foot is not moved. In other words, it will remain stable, irrespective of what is happening. And we live in times whereby a lot of things happen until people are thrown off balance. But the God whom David is saying is the one who will not allow your foot to be moved. He will make sure that you remain steady, you will remain stable. He says he's the one who will keep you and he doesn't sleep. Our God does not sleep. Our God does not slumber. Our God is ever awake to listen and to come to our rescue. And at time we call on him, is always there for us. And then he says that behold is the same God who keeps Israel and is the same Lord who is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by noon, by the day, nor the moon by night. So David continues bringing out saying that this is the same God who will keep you. He will keep you from the sun beating on you during the day. He will be the one who will keep you during the night when there is the moon. In other words, during the day, there are a lot of things. There are a lot of things that can come close to you or upon you. But our God, he becomes like an umbrella unto you. He gives you that shade. He protects you from the shade from the things that are coming. He protects you from the light. He protects you from the arrows that are flying by day. And even at night, he protects you from all the things that you can imagine that happens during the night. So you, during the day and during the night, you are well protected by this same God. 
Don't you think this is the best thing that you can learn and know that during the day you don't need to get worried. During the night when you go to sleep, you don't need to get worried because there is one who is going to protect you and is your keeper. He says that the Lord will preserve you from all evil. And that reminds me the scripture that says that there is no weapon ever formed or wished against you that shall ever prosper. The point is, the weapons will always be fashioning. They will be always be fashioning. The enemy will always scheme. He will not stop. But even those weapons, even those evil schemes that he plans, they will not come anywhere close to you. Why? Because the Lord has said that he will preserve you from all evil. People can plan. The enemy can plan. The agents of the enemy can plan what to do to your life. But God will always protect you. God will always preserve you from any kind of evil. So my brother, my sister, you don't need to get worried. I know sometimes people may speak things, oh, so and so is going to speak bad against me. Oh, so and so is going to go to witchcraft and this. No, the Lord will preserve you from any kind of evil. So you don't need to fear any kind of evil because the Lord is your preserver. He is going to preserve you from anything that may want to come close to you. He says that he will preserve your soul, that your soul will be well kept. Even when the enemy is trying to steal from your heart, the enemy is trying to come into you, the enemy is trying to come close to you and derail you from the path of God, the Lord will always preserve your soul, that you will always remain a faithful child of God. He says, he shall preserve your going out and your coming in. That when you wake up in the morning and you are going to attend to your daily routines, the Lord will take you. He will preserve you. He will protect you in the way. He will protect you at your place of work. Don't get bothered of what so and so is going to do. Don't get bothered. You remain faithful to God. Keep seeking God. Keep looking unto God. Keep trusting God that he will preserve you because he his word has said that he will preserve your going out and your coming in. Even when you've come in, then the Lord still will protect you. You don't have to get worried how you are going to sleep, what you're going to do, the enemy is going to come, the thieves are going to come. No, the Lord will preserve you. His word has promised that you will be preserved. By who? By his word. God will preserve you. So, in conclusion, what are we supposed to do, my friends? We are supposed to understand and know that God is our help. He's going to take care of you. He's going to keep you. He's going to preserve you. He's going to make sure that you are not moved. You are going to stand still and you will see the faithfulness of God. So, my friend, stay knowing that your help does not come from men. Though God may use them, your help comes from God and our true God, the creator of heaven and earth. May the Lord bless you.